Hi, I'm Christopher. My friend Dave and I have a regular Sunday afternoon call. We talk about a range of topics, and what really makes it fun, other than hearing Dave talk about our beloved Arsenal, is the back and forth between his British perspective and how I see things as an American. Well, we thought we would share our discussions with a broader audience to see if others would enjoy our friendly banter. So with that, I hope you enjoy the Brit Yankee show. Hello, hello, Dave. This is the Brit and Yankee show. I'm Christopher. He is Dave. Dave, how are you today? Well, I'm very well. Thank you, Christopher. Very, very well indeed. Um, That's probably been exacerbated by going down to my local um, drinking establishment this afternoon. I thought Nikki was out, my wife. So I thought I'll I'll, uh, go and uh, pay a visit. And there was rugby on and beer was two pounds a pint. So how many have you had so far? If I can ask, <laughs> I think I had four. Okay, four pints. There's only one. Know how many was on? Italy v France, and France crushed them, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, we're we're good at many things, Italians. And now, so last week we spoke. You were drinking Italian wine, and what are you drinking now? Portuguese. I'm going around Europe. I've got a bottle of Rioja for next week. Rioja. It's so, from Spain. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I believe Rioja is red in Spain. I think it's Rioja, but but hey, Rioja. the pronunciation is. So hey, so let me just talk. So this is the <laughs> early February. We're having this conversation. Yes, sir. I'm in a I'm in a mid sort of depression because in America, this is the week between the NFC Championship game, oh. AFC, AFC football yeah. and Super Bowl. Because after this, after next week, your life's over nothing. for six months. Well, we have Pretty other much. sports. Nah. Where yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of down, and I'm I'm I realize that after next week it's going to be. And I, I like all American sports. I get but, that, but we, so so lucky for us, our season ends kind of uh, mid to end of May, and then it, starts it begins in August. August, so it's it, it's, it's it never ends. And then if you have a World Cup or a European Championships, it's only like four weeks. So, so you've got the end of the season, then you've got three or four weeks to that. So you watch that. Which you and do, then, right? Oh, World yeah. Cup. Is it World Cup? So, well, yeah, the World Cup's in December this year, so it's slightly different. But normally, but you can't have a World Cup in in Qatar in the middle of August because it's like 55 degrees. You, you can't, you can't even walk is, in that. Okay, for all those people listening, 55 degrees it's about in America. What's it in America? 110, 115. Yeah, that's 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 a joke. It's hot. And in December, it's it's no. Oh, it's only probably eighty. Oh, so no problem. Can't yeah. be worse than Brazil. It's free. Can't be worse than Brazil. Remember Brazil, Manaus. It was like a like hundred degrees. The yeah World Cup twenty fourteen. Not that you care because your team never wins. You've heard over the past couple of weeks someone retired, and I believe you heard it. Mr. Tom day. Brady. Well, I Mr. heard. Uh, it. I heard it on the, I guess, I think I probably heard it the week before. I think I heard it kind of I told the Sunday before. I yeah, you did. Yeah. And then I, so I, I get, but I also get, um, I also get, uh, what do you call it? Announcement. A feed? A, 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 a NFL yeah. feed or something? Well, yeah, sports feed, a news feed. And it came up, you know, Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, is retired. And this was like, and it was like, well, no, I haven't. I haven't yet, no. And then well, then the following week, he put it on Instagram or Twitter or whatever he did, and it became official. But It became official. But I told you first, actually. Yes, I'd like did. to get some credit. Because 
just to let you know. You've got to so take let me, the credits where you can, right? That's all I have. So let me give you a perspective of – so I'm a – you know the team I support. In I know you support. Well, we both are New York Jets fans. Right, New York Jets fans. And they won the Super Bowl, I think, um, before Nixon was the I think it was, wasn't it? It, it was January 12th, 1969. There you go. Um, when you were you know. Were you there? I was, no, I, well, I was, I was around. Let me just say that. <laughs> so so Tom Brady, so a Jets fan, um, he won seven Super Bowls. He lost three, though. So that's a uh, 70%. But he's played in 10. Who's no played in 10? Who's even been close to that? I, 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 don't, I don't even know. know. No one, there's no one close. But here's the problem. He kept winning. He retired at 44 and at the top of his game. Not like 44 where, oh, he should have retired. Or you see players like yeah, on the left. Like, he's still great. And my whole past, what, 20 years, he has basically beat my Jets almost every year. And I disliked him only because he of so his good. good looks. Yeah, yeah. Football acumen, anyone all the time. Otherwise, I had no issues with him. You know what? Really I saw... I, I, you know, I've had feeds on Twitter and stuff like that, and and recordings. And actually, when when he got drafted, he was nothing, nothing at all. He was a sixth round draft. He was physically not anything. He was a skinny nothing to kid. Be, no, it was just. Nope. But it, I saw. A, I saw like you, a, when you started out, pretty much um, before I retired. Yes, well, you're not retired yet. You're still. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm still available. I'll still, I'll still lace me boots up. No, you're still in but, your prime. I'm saying, but when you yeah, retire, you were, you were like him, unknown, a, a small school. You got that it. came with Martin Freeman. I just learned that Dave went to school with Martin Freeman. Which there is, you go. I'm a little. This is so bizarre. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, he was a nobody. He was a uh, small. He was, you know, diminutive. No physical traits. Nothing would say, "Oh my God, this is the next Dave Philpott." <laughs> oh, this is the next great. Football, player. yeah, nothing, and yet he went up nothing. to Robert Kraft and said, I'm gonna change your establishment, I'm gonna change your franchise forever. And he's like, Yeah, whatever. He got a little lucky, and you know what happened? My Jets caused it because my Jets knocked out Drew Bledsoe, which led to Brady taking over. Oh. So, in a way, my team said, Oh, go right ahead, what can you do? So not only did they hand and are they the biggest rivals? Are they the Patriots? Well, I, think I mean, Brown I don't know geographically mean, they are. Um, I guess because it's New York, Boston, but yeah. a rivalry means like there's something you and I win, like yeah. like Arsenal, Manchester yeah, United yeah. in the day. But we're not a rival because we we barely beat them, so it's kind of it's a sad story. It's a sad story. So let me ask you this question. So. Hey, but I grew to respect him. You know why? Yeah, what the hell am I going to do? I, I got to grow up. It took me like around seven Super Bowls to get that. I finally, because he went to Tampa, I said, you know what? Stop fighting the battle. He's yeah. the greatest of all time. Fair enough. But the other part is he seems to be world-renowned. Like I, Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me, and we talked about this, that Tom Brady was a, a big story. I saw it on BBC. They announced it or other places. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. why is it? Um, that American, and if I'm overstepping, I don't care. Why is Tom Brady such a big international story? And then when other people like in, in the UK, maybe maybe Beckham, maybe one of the uh, outliers, it's not as big. Is it because American sports is so ubiquitous and we just don't care about anything else? But why is he so big? See, I, I, see I have to say, I, I don't know. And I, I'll, I'll tell you why. Right, Because I follow the NFL – 
because I have an interest in it and have oh. skin in the game, I know who Tom Brady is and, and what have you. So Did Nick, your wife knows. So your my, wife know? my, my wife knows who he is purely because of his wife, because she used to go out with DiCaprio, did she? Or, Giselle. Or some, you know, she yes. was a supermodel. She is a supermodel. Yes. And so she will know about him because of her rather than, oh, he's the Patriots and Buccaneers quarterback. So she wouldn't, you know, if I, if I asked her, who did Tom Brady play for? She wouldn't know. The guys at the pub but today, she would you, know went, you went Brady. to today. But the, the pub you yes. went today, the rugby game. If he said, hey, guys, anybody who Tom know. Brady was, they would know. Yes, they would know. Yeah, yeah. But but they're all they're all guys. They're all sports fans and so on and so, so forth. So I, I, always, I always used to t- take it back to my mother. So my mother hated sport. Had no interest in sport whatsoever. But she, she held you back. Yeah. But she would know she you know, she wouldn't she would know who David Beckham was. She would know who Tony Adams was. Um she would know who Kevin Keegan was, Bobby Moore was, because they're they're legends of the sport and, and everyone in this country knows who they are. Egypt have just missed a penalty, by the way. By the way, Dave's giving a play-by-play of the AFCON final between Egypt and Senegal. Okay, basically Liverpool forward versus Liverpool forward. Liverpool winning. and Arsenal. So it's one all. Oh yeah. But El Nenny. One out, one all, but uh, Egypt have taken one penalty more. So if Senegal score this, they so Tom Brady. So so I think every now and then. Every now and then, you will get sportsmen that transcend their sport. Yes. So you'll get people like Muhammad Ali. Even non-boxing fans would have known who he was. Tyson uh, Fury. You've got people like uh, Michael Schumacher. Now, I'm not a I'm not a Formula One fan, but people will know who he was. You talked about Beckham. Um, Probably helped by the fact that he he played in the states, but I suspect even if he hadn't have played in the states, the states because of his wife. Although I do recall, which really did make me laugh, um, there was a breakfast TV show in England, and they they did they did the red carpet, they they did the red carpet, uh, the Oscars, I think, or whatever, and they they got Harrison Ford. And they said, "This is before he signed for the Galaxy." And they said, "Do you know who? Um, do you know who Posh and Bex are?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, I know who Posh and Bex are. Well, she's Posh Spice, and he's Derek Beckenham. He's the soccer player." Close and it's like you're kind of right, but you're miles off. Would you so say though? Knew, but- because of Twitter. Because of social media, that Tom Brady, I think that's has that helped? Because I just wonder yes. that you could, everybody knows. Okay. So, so you can argue, you can argue, I wouldn't say he's a better player, but he certainly stands alongside him. Someone like Drew Brees. If you talk about, if you oh, talk not even about, close, not even close. You think? And I can't stand, Oh, unfortunately, this pains me. Um, yeah, because you, Drew Brees is excellent. Um, they're pure quarterbacks who are better throwers than Tom Brady, but but from a winner, 
I, I mean, this is no, no. You, so, so, so you can talk about the the Super Bowls and the rings and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's like it's like if you, if you had basketball, Jordan was the man. Michael Jordan was absolutely the man. But would Jordan have been the man without um, without uh, what's his name? Um, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Um, who's the who, Dennis Rodman? All, Steve all Kerr in a couple of years. Steve Kerr, all well, those guys yes. there. Well, he was still the best, though. He was so he, he, he basically can dominate a game. Yeah, yeah. One but, guy, but I mean, so you know, so and that that that's what I would call a pub debate. That's a debate that that has no merit. Well, you're already in pub mindset. You're exactly. Like, you're already right, exactly. In, you're I'm always in. Pub Are we debating. Mindset. So, who's the greatest quarterback in your opinion? Would you it's agree with me? Brady. He stands alone. Okay. So. So everybody knows it there. So how come here in America, we don't know anything or we know so little about British sports? Like I know, cause I, I love football over there, obviously, but why don't we know it? Like what's our, what's, what's so going, is, what's, is, what's is there on? an insulinous about America and American sport? I remember, I remember going to um, Wembley five years ago to watch the Jets and the Dolphins. And That's so, right. So I would say probably so it's an eighty thousand, eighty thousand sellout. I've been there. Remember, you have. I know we you went have. together. So it's an eighty thousand. Uh, no, it's ninety thousand. Sorry, Senegal are just won. So it's a it's a right. it's a ninety thousand sellout arena, and I would say probably seventy five thousand of them are Brits. Uh, maybe ten to fifteen thousand are Europeans and Americans, and you know. And where I was sat, um, there was quite a few Americans, and we're talking and drinking and and what have you. And most of them, if not all of them, were like, you know, soccer is so boring. Oh God, you know, you could play for ninety minutes and it's nil nil. You know, just what is the point of that? It's such a dull sport. Yet for me, I've grown up with it. And to me, it's the most exciting because even a nil-nil can be just incredible. You know, a great attack against a great defence, cancelling mm-hmm. each other out, great midfields, cancelling each other. Well, in fact, I would say one of the greatest games I've seen Arsenal play. <coughs> um, they played Real Madrid in 2006 at Highbury. They, they won one nil in Madrid in the Bernabeu. And they came back and there was Beckham... Brazilian Ronaldo, Roberto Carlos, Luis Figo, Raul, Casillas. It was just the one to 11, the greatest individual teams. They were just phenomenal. And it was a nil-nil draw. And it was it was the most exhilarating game I've ever seen. Yeah, if you say, well, ha- hang on a minute. How can it be an exhilarating game if no one won? And... I think the mindset, you know, in England, you can you can have a draw, a tie, or whatever you want to call it, mm. and it would be absolutely brilliant. Whereas in America, you have to, you have, have a winner have a and winner. a loser. Absolutely, have to have a winner and a loser. Absolutely, no ties. Absolutely, and there's merit to that. There's merit to that, and I, I sometimes I would like to see that, but you know what? Sometimes it just ties are they work. You know, they, they, they just work. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just one of those. 
you just it's just one of those things. You celebrate the effort and the full year. Yeah. We like one time events. Like we like to win the Super Bowl or a championship game. Like we need a big ending scene and and a winner. And you guys like oh, steady the race. And at the end, the best team over the longest season is the best team. And they should be and that's honored. A, and that's a, in this country, the, the NFL format would never fly at all. So you're not getting an NFL team? No, no. What I'm, what I'm saying, so if you if you look at soccer. Oh, in soccer. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you look at soccer, so we have two we have two tournaments. We we don't, we have three. We have we have the Premier League or, or the or the championship or whatever division you're in. So we have the, the we have thirty-eight games, home and away each each game. And then we have a cup, cup competition. The cup is knockout, so um, it's 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 ninety minutes potentially. If it goes to a tie, then it, but that, that there you can't have a tie. Someone has to has to win. So it then goes to penalties to decide a winner. Um, so so you've got you've got a knockout competition, which which is for for teams in the Premiership. It's seven games to win. Whereas the Premiership is thirty-eight games, so the best team will always win the Premiership with bar none. You, you don't win the Premiership by luck. Not American, not the Super Bowl. Whereas the you. FA Cup yeah. is not the best team. It's all you've got to do is get up for seven games, depending on who you are. And if you get up for seven games, if you peak in those seven individual games, you can win the cup. Okay. So Arsenal has won the most FA Cup. Correct, 14. Which means we're not really, I say we because I'm an officer. You are. I mean. uh, but which means we got up at the right time. Correct. That is absolutely right. And and and, and do you know what? When I was, so when I was growing up, if I take you back. Going to, to school with Martin Freeman. He Martin, was Freeman. Martin Freeman. I actually, I actually went to school, this is also true, with a guy called Ian Selly. And you saw him break his leg against Leicester when Arsenal wow. drew two all and he was he was three or four years below me at school but he actually played in the same football team as me as well he, so when he was 13 when he was 12 famous. almost when he was 12 he was playing in the same team as a, a 16 year olds which if you if you look at the physicality of a 12 year old to a 16 year old that's how good he was and he so so um I've forgotten where I was going with this, but yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you don't always. But whereas, yeah, twenty years ago, we we were very behind in in regards to our broadcasting and so on and so forth, and we we never used to have live. No, it's probably thirty years ago, we never used to have live football that we do now. The only live games that you would see would be maybe four or five England internationals and the FA Cup final. So the FA Cup final was the Super Bowl for us. It was everything. And back then, if you won the FA Cup final, you could almost put yourselves on a level playing field with the team that won the league. They almost had equal weight, even though it hasn't changed, seven games, 38 games, you had equal weighting. Now, with with the money of the Champions League, with the money of the Premiership, it's more important to stay in the Premiership than it is to win the FA Cup. And actually, sides will will you know teams will field weakened sides. Like yesterday, 
West Ham, who were what fifth, sixth, seventh in the Premiership, played against a team called Kidderminster Harriers, who are six divisions below them. So they're 115 places below them. Kidderminster Harriers were one nil up going into the last minute. West Ham then got an equaliser, so it went into extra time, 30 minutes of extra time. And West Ham got a winner in the last minute of extra time. So, you know, they competed head-to-head, but West Ham had a week inside out, but they still should have won. You'll never see that in the US. You would never, because you would never have a superstar ever be on a pitch or a field or a court with anybody who's not their equal because they're all in the unions. They're all yeah, yeah. That would never. Uh, by the way, uh, I saw Lester. Uh, was it with with Forrest and some lesser supporter ran on the pitch? Yeah. He's got a lifetime ban. So, we'll, which I want to talk about in a second because American fans, while we care about sports, we'll fight each other because we sit near each other, which we'll talk about. But we'll never, ever, ever. I've never seen a, um, a American sports fan go on the court and try to hit another player. And you know why? Yeah, because they're why big lads. You wouldn't want to even the That's weak, true. even the weakest, skinniest, puniest guy. You wouldn't want to take a punch off. They're behemoths. Yeah, they're they're, they're which which means. So let me just bring it back to Brady. I'm talking about why we can't sit together when I watch Arsenal and Tottenham. <laughs> Brady is a normal. I mean, he's probably like a regular looking, uh, you know, size guy, but his greatness. It just I couldn't fight it anymore. I his yep. brain, right? I just couldn't fight it. So when we talk about retirement. Um, I'm happy to see him go. Oh. I'll be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do wonder if when I think about, you know, sports, because my wife, we, we were talking about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo yeah, yeah. and his his girlfriend has a new show. Yeah. Georgina, oh. I am Georgina. It's on Netflix. I recommend you watch it. I will. Um, I'll pass on that. But yeah, thank you. No, it's, I'm telling you, um, you She's watch him. Quite good. But, but she, he's got a lot of kids. But I'm thinking he may be one of the few people that may be trained. I know he's not English, but that he would, if he retires, oh, without shadow, we would know about it. Him and, Messi. him and Messi, but I think he's a bit more out there. And I think he'll go to LA at the end of his career before he goes to maybe Ralph Betts or something to be in Hollywood. Yeah, and yeah. then if he retires, it would be sort of big, like Brady sort of. Yeah. yeah. Would you agree? You think yes, so? I would. I mean, so I don't know what I, if you remember back to when Pele, Pele is arguably I re- yes, I had his autograph. the greatest, the greatest player of all time. Yeah, there's arguably. arguments to be had. Yeah, arguably. Um, but he, uh, so I know he went to the Cosmos when, yes. when, they, uh, when they had the 70, North American Second yeah. Soccer League. Franz Beckenbauer, Bobby Moore, George Best played out Roberto there. Roberto well. Carlos, no, I think the no Carlos, no, Carlos Santana. Carlos Alberto, Carlos Santana's Carlos. guitarist. And he's very good too. He wasn't on very the team, good. but he's a very good. So he had two guys from the seventy World Cup team: Franz Beckenbauer from the seventy four team, uh, Giorgio Chinalia from the seventy four Italy team. But I think Lazio won the league one of the times that he was there. So they were pretty good yeah, yeah. players. The oh. I mean, like the original Galacticos. I yeah, yeah, yeah. before Real Madrid. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so I, I found out today that that. Um, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo has got 400 million followers on Instagram, which is the most of anyone in the world. Anyone, sports, well, pop. Listen, yeah. if this ever gets on Instagram, we will not have that many people. That's gonna- we'll take 100 million. 
Um, we'll take the I'll, population I'll, of I'll, Texas. I'll, I'll take the people, the friends of your pub, which I was hoping. Yeah. Did you tell them what you were doing? Let me no. ask you this. Did you? Why? Oh, so well, no, this I, is what, I, I, you did, need I did to. tell this one guy. I, I did tell one guy, yeah. You told you told one guy? Well, I was only, I was only talking to one or two guys there. There was, there was probably about 20, 30 guys there. Oh, the next time you go and you go, I want to make an announcement. Two things. The next round's on me. Yeah. Oh, and second. Sign up to this. The Brit Yankee show. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I will do that. If you can if you can do that, because you know, I can't this is just be me, you and and the, the and the dog and the dogs and and no one's gonna listen. Um all right, so let's put that to bed. Brady's gone. I'm a happy guy. Um second of all, the Pro Bowl's a joke. Yeah, it's on. I can't watch it. It's Shh. it's what's the point? Oh, you don't do those things, you you don't have so we what pro- we have, what we have. We have what's called, the, so it used to be called the Charity Shield. It's now called the Community Shield, and what that's that a is, real game. It's a real, so it's it's it is and it isn't. So you get the FA Cup winners playing the, the league Premier. winners, yeah, and it is the week before. So this is now all the guys are on the beach. They're all these guys are all on holiday in the Pro Bowl. They're they're just going through the motions. Whereas the other guys are getting their match fitness up. So back in the day, they would they would go drinking and you know not train. They basically had six weeks off on holiday, drinking, eating, whatever, whatever. And you're a deli, exactly, exactly. And they would come back, um, you know, sort of mid mid to end of July or whenever it was. No, probably middle of July. And they do pre-season training. They do loads of running, fitness exercises, and what have you to get themselves in shape. And then, you know, you've probably got they they get match fit. So running around a field is all well and good, but actually, it doesn't substitute actual playing time, actual game time. So this was very much the, the curtain raise for the season. So whilst it, it didn't matter, it did to a certain extent. So you never want to lose a game, but Winning the game, you didn't. But the you got a trophy. Yeah, yeah, the bragging rights. And great. but here's what you don't do, unless you have those testimonials where retired yeah, people yeah, come no, out. No. You have you mixed people, players from different teams, so it's no. never that serious. And guess where the Pro Bowl is this year? Vegas. Right. So how serious? Plus, you're not hitting hard. Yeah. Exactly. And all of them would rather be playing in the the playoffs, so they t- they're just like yeah, yeah. they're waiting for it's the a bar joke. afterwards. Or or even during the not that they do that by the way. So I'm watching the Pro Bowl. You want Senegal? No, uh, Senegal won. They won. We've agreed that Dakar, Dakar, not across. across Dakar, that's it. Yeah, Dakar is the capital of uh, of uh, Senegal. Um, thank you for that. Um, so the other point I want to talk about is I talk about American sports. Yeah. So I've been at um, you've been I've been to Highbury, I've been to Wembley, I've even been to uh, White Hart Lane with you. Um, all the best places, oh, but not so best. According the to Emirates. you, um, the Emirates, yeah. of course. Yeah, I gotta forget the. I'll save the best for last. Pyberry Corner, uh, um, Pyberry Corner, very good. And the, the difference is that going to American sports. Now, if I go to a Yankee game in Boston, if this guy's rowdy, but you can sit next to anybody, and unless the person is is a bad person, they'll fight anybody. Doesn't matter. But you can sit because we're a free country. Yeah, yeah. we're a free country. Anybody. Can sit anywhere as long as you buy a ticket. And now there are other supporters where you get a lot of tickets because you don't want it to be overwhelming. It is what it is for playoffs. But I experience the memory. If you can, if I could bring you back, 
that you were gutted. Cool. We were gonna go. We were gonna go get Chinese takeaway, and oh. you were so upset. Or, you was or Indian, and because we went to White Hart Lane, and I think we lost. We lost two. Nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Um, I don't know if David Janola was on their team at that. Point. I think I know Tim Sherwood scored, and I know Stephen Edison scored, and I know that My Freddie God. Lundberg and Martin Keown both got sent off for Arsenal. Well, I don't remember that, but I remember sitting with you at White Hart Lane, and we were segregated, and yeah. you know, which is which is an antithesis of what we do here. And you kind of spelled it out, and then you told me when the game ended, so there were police at each side and people were giving me two fingers, which we'll talk about, you know, uh, yeah. you know uh, the, the hundred years of war and all that, what that means, but they were yeah. cursing at me. And you told me that we had to get a head start on seven sisters and walk sisters to the road. tube yeah. station. Why is it in such a beautiful country as, as England is? It's a beautiful country with beautiful people and just, you, you don't take life too serious. However, why can't so we I, don't as an awesome supporter stick with anybody? Tell me why. Why? It's 2022. So, so so we football is and it, you know as an American you'll probably laugh at it, but football is is so so most people in this country, you know, religion doesn't pay a particularly big part. They may be Catholic, Protestant, Sikh, Hindu, whatever, whatever. But for for most people, they may say, "Oh, yeah, I'm a Protestant or whatever." But it, really, they don't go to church, they don't practice, they don't do anything like that. So, you know, whereas sport is as close to religion as you can get, and so, so, you know, I know for a fact that people during the week will be, very, you know, very quiet, very humble, very like you. You very much so, very you know, just to yourself, regular guys. But come game day, depending on who you're playing. So if you're playing Tottenham or Chelsea or West Ham or Manchester United or Liverpool, all of a sudden it's you, they become different people, and it it matters so much. It just it is everything. And, and but bearing- it can matter, but why hate? Why can't you just love? I love you, man. I love your team. I'm going to beat you, but I love you. And I can, I can sit next to you and respect you. And you could say that about religion. Why can't all religions coexist amongst each other? But you look at wars in, in the world and typically they're either land grabs or religion. And you think to yourself, hang on a minute, we're fighting about, you know, your game. God, your God's better than my God, really, and 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 so I don't know how many people in America will be familiar with a guy called Bill Shankly. So Bill Shankly was was a manager of Liverpool, and he built the dynasty, the start of the dynasty at Liverpool in the early nineteen seventies, and throughout the seventies and eighties, Liverpool dominated not only English football but America uh, European as well. Yep. And they won four or five European Cups, however many it was. And Bill Shankly uh, was a wily old Scotsman. And he used to say, um, he's well known. There's one quote that you you can put on Bill Shankly, and it's this. Some people say to me that football's a matter of life and death. I disagree with them. I say it's more important than that. 
And that so so football is very much a working class sport. So you'll have people in dead end jobs, minimum wage jobs, even now, or not so much now because the price of a ticket is is extortionate. But back in the reasonable though, it's reasonable. You told me to you and I it is, but to a guy who's you know so so to a guy who's earning ten pounds an hour, if you're looking at forty five pounds for a ticket, if if this guy's only four hundred quid a week. Are you going to spend ten percent of your wages yeah. on, on on a ticket? Cheaper than Whereas, US, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. Whereas, comparatively speaking, football was was always the sport of the working man, but now it's not. It's gone. It's gone to the middle classes and what have you. But back in the day, so when I first started watching Arsenal, it was two pounds to get in. That was in 1985. So typically now that would probably be, I don't know, 15 to 20 pounds, which, which still puts it in the domain of the working man. It's still, whereas now, if you go on your own, if you're paying 50 pounds a ticket, so 45 pounds is, is for the cheaper game. So Manchester United, for example, or Tottenham, you're looking a 45 pound ticket for a lower game would be an 80 pound ticket. Then you've got to get your transport up there. People will have a drink have something to eat and what have you, you're not getting much change out of 120, 130 pounds for one day for, to what, for 90 minutes worth of entertainment. It's a lot of money. So so it's kind of drifted away from the working class. So so the working class back then um, would, would work in their dreary dead-end jobs, but they'd all live for the weekend where they come alive and, you know, you could watch a game of football, you could get... Let your hair down. There. Exactly, let your hair like down, your, let all your, your frustrations hair. out, let all your angst, your anger and all that sort of stuff out and and it wouldn't cost you an arm and a leg. You, you, they could still afford it, whereas... And, and so I think that's where it started and it's we kind of never lost it, really. So, but if I if I sat next to someone, even the game we went to, by the way, Dave is my hero because every game I've ever gone to has been with you, and I've sat yeah. in different places and experienced it. There's a thank you, Dave. Um, just want to put that on there, and I'll edit this one out because I'm thanking you. But what yeah. would happen if I went to um, if we sat at Arsenal game, that wonderful seats that you have for us, and all of a sudden the guy next to us, two people, they're new, and they sat next to him, and it's a Tottenham game. And they said, "Start root for Tottenham." They weren't rude, but when Tottenham scored, they're like, "Yay!" They, but they weren't impolite. What would happen to them in our seats? In our seats, probably just verbal abuse. That would be verbal abuse, and they would be kicked out. Kicked out by who? By the stewards. But so, why? Because one of the rules is that that you can't you can't sit. So so it's segregated. So, so again, back in the so part of the working class ethos was that you know you would have teams of supporters that would actually organise fights against each other. So you would have teams. Mm-hmm. All, teams had their firms, if you want to call them that, and they would you know. So so for example, West Ham, their their particular group of thugs was known as the Intercity Firm, the ICF. Was and, your brother part of that group? No. Thankfully, but he so he so so they would they would let's say that I don't know they were playing in Manchester they would arrange to meet somewhere you know four or five miles away from the ground or wherever and they would fight each other over what nothing over their team 
they'd have a fight before the game. And that was the English mentality. It was that was it was almost not like, anymore though. No, not so. I mean, it still goes on. Not so. So then it was very much organised. It was now. Uh, so if you look at if you look at uh, so when when Arsenal play Tottenham at Wembley, yeah, there are designated pubs around the ground that are designated for either Tottenham fans or Arsenal no. fans, and you cannot get in them. Unless you can prove that you are a supporter of that pub's how, how, how could you prove it? Show, I... show your ticket. Oh, so where you're sitting? Yeah, show you. So I'm in the I'm in the Arsenal end. Yeah, okay, you can come in. Um, you know, or you go in with an Arsenal shirt on. There's no way on earth that a Tottenham fan would even dare wear an Arsenal shirt and vice versa. So you know. That was a, that things like that would would prove. So, your- but okay, if you were that, if you ran the Premier League, and that would be a scary thought, but I think it would be a good thought. <laughs> would you change it? Would you say to get? Would you change it to get more women or children to attend the game uh, and make it more family friendly? So, family friendly. So I, I, my personal view is that though that so. It is very inclusive. So where I sit at the Emirates, there's 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 women. So there's there's women next to me, behind me. There's 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 a reasonably equal split. And if you've seen AFTV, Arsenal Fan TV, there's a girl who's on there who who sits behind me. so, but I don't watch it. So I, I oh, I right. You just happen to know that you. I think you want to be on that one. Not just there is enough money in the world that can, if they can get this on that. If Jeff you know, Bezos said to me, "I will sign over everything I own," Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Mark Zuckerberg said, "Right, we're going to get Phil put on there for sixty minutes." Five minutes. Five, five minutes. I wouldn't do it. Even nah. the show? Even this? My loyalty is to the Brit Yankee show. You're a good man. i I got to tell you, this is it means a lot to me. Money I'm cannot inclusive, buy me. Because I don't have any. Because Okay, it's good to know. <laughs> when I meant inclusive, I meant that if there's a, a my best friend, and it wouldn't happen, was, a, was a, a Lester supporter, and we're watching Lester, I would say is you could sit next to me, okay. but you just can't show your... So I've done that tr- before. I've done that before. You can't go up. If they score, I'll, I'll, I'll tell. I remember one one example springs to mind. Arsenal playing Everton at Highbury many years. Well, it was, it was at least twenty years ago, if not long. And um, Everton scored, and this there's a, there was about five or six. There was a woman, maybe three or four seats next to me, and. She went up, yeah, come on, yeah. And this guy in front of us basically turned around and gave her the most awful volley of abuse and threw his coffee in her face. No, sorry, she threw her coffee in his face and he then started spitting at her, which was grotesque. And he actually went to throw a punch at her and realised I can't do that, and pulled it away. Very quickly, the stewards came in and threw her out. I think they threw him out as well. But so it's not going to change. It's 
it will change. It will change in time. But you know, one of the things. So one of the things at football is you can't drink in your seat. You can't take a beer into your seat. There's bar areas outside in the concourse. You can drink there at half time before the game, but you cannot yeah, take a beer. I into never your noticed seat. that. Also, oh, I mean, we never did al- that anyway, of course. Also, if you get a bottle of Coke or a bottle of water or what have you, they'll take the lid off and keep the lid. Mm-hmm. So that you can't use it as a missile to throw at the players. Well, not in France, because I seem to watch those games and they're throwing some stuff at those. Oh, players. yeah. But that's a... So that's another story. So, all right. So you're saying to me right now, it will change, but not of the next couple of years. It's going to take a while. 10, 20, 30 years. <laughs> all the while the prices go up, all the while the, the, the great unwashed can get in. The great unwashed. The, then, then they won't, it won't change. But all the while that once you price them out of the market, then you'll get the the middle class people that will sit there. It's what Roy Keane used to refer to as the prawn sandwich brigade. So they're more interested in going into a an executive box or a sky box or whatever you want to call it, and getting their free drink and their beautiful food and watching it behind a glass window and having heated seats and and all that sort of stuff. Um, the corporate guys, you know, and the really, really... That's not us. We, we watch a game and then Very we go to Nando's, so. right? Na- exactly. Nando's, by the Nando's. way, if you say... You that, need a Nando's. If you say English football hasn't made it big here, in my local supermarket, the Nando sauce, oh. Perry Perry, oh. is here. So people don't know. I go, oh, Perry Perry, Nando, Premier League. That's how, that's how I'm trying to introduce people. They're like, what's the, what's the Premier, Premier League or... Premier or whatever we EPL. Call it. Um, EPL. Um, by the way, are you watching the Olympics? No. No. Okay, just because English don't compete in the Winter no. Olympics. Except We're for that not. guy, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie the uh, Eagle Edwards. Yes. Eddie the Eagle. The high, what did you uh, film about? Lo- did they? Eddie the Eagle, the biggest loser. Uh, well, but, but he made the Olympics. So how much can a, he, how much can a, how much a, who exactly right exactly right. he didn't go to school with Martin Freeman. No, he didn't. I can't believe no, you, I can't believe you went to school with Martin Freeman. Oh you yeah. You think Martin Freeman? If you if you reach out to alumni, um, what was the name of your school by the way? Uh, Salesians. Salesians. Yeah. Salesian School. Salesian School. So my question is: Do you um is there like an alumni society where famous people are almost? Famous people like yourself, Martin Freeman, the gentleman from Leicester. Can you ever say, keep in contact numbers and say, hey, here's what Martin Freeman's doing, graduate 19-something. Here's what Dave is doing, and then maybe we can get Martin Freeman on here. That's, that's a whole world of social media that I'm not a part of. You know, folks, I'm just whoever's going to ever listen to this, I put the plug in. How about we just start the pub and the one guy? Let's do it, the dog and duck. The one guy is that it's called the dog and duck. No, it's not. It's it's actually called the British Legion. So it is, that's a British Legion. That sounds like a disease. No, British this is so Legion. it is it is a it is basically put the plug in. Effectively, yeah, it's effectively a club that is set up to honour service men and women. So and you've served. Is that why you? No. So I pay a subscription fee to join there every year. And um, 
There's oh. so you you pay your fee and you can go into any any British Legion club affiliated club around the country. So in fact, I will get you. I'll show you. Are you, you. a support? Are you a, Is that? But does the money go to supporting military and yes. families? Thank so, you. As, this is a so as an audio is, only, but Royal British Legion. And there's the poppy. There, there's the poppy. Yep, World War One. Excellent. Congratulations. So that is my affiliation to the Royal British Legion, Virginia. So Water maybe the Branch. Royal British Legion, and and there's a plug for the Royal British Legion. Maybe we could we could get them on one of these days. Or would I love to do Dave? Maybe potentially, even with the noise, we do a broadcast from there. Let's do it. Let's get well, you. You'd have, to, you'd have to start there, and then maybe put a plug in, and get a couple of more people to go there. there Can you, you talk go. to maybe more than one guy? Yeah, one one guy. I mean, there's 30 people there, and you talk to one one guy. And it was in the men's room. Is that where you talked no, to him? Like the bar. I was sat at the bar, and funnily enough, normally I would take Nelson, my dog, in there. Beautiful dog. And all of the members, if I ever go in there on my own, they say, "Where's Nelson? Where's Nelson?" And funnily enough, today, "Where's Nelson? How is he? I'm team raging." So it's almost like we don't really it's care like family. About yeah, we don't care about you. We prefer your dog. Or if Nelson went there alone, they wouldn't be asking, "Where's Dave?" No, it's just, "Oh, sure. good to see you." They would give you. There's there's a there's a snack called mini cheddars, which are little cheese bites, and he he get he literally he'll get three or four packets of them every time he goes there. So he did you it. get them instead? Did you get? Them? I didn't. I didn't. Maybe I should have done. You should have asked. Um, where's where's the where's Nelson? The, the mini cheddars. Again. All the members will buy him packs of them and feed and they'll throw them up in the air so he can jump after them. And yeah, I think you could do that too, actually. I occasionally, my, I think, and I'm sure you have. My catching skills aren't as good as his. Well, that's a story for another I'd time. I have to lick around I, on the floor. Um, well, let's just all take a moment to pause for that visual and let it slide. All right, okay. so this is. So this is, and we're going to continue, but I think next week is the Super Bowl week, and yes. maybe we'll talk about that. Oh. Um, don't make a prediction now, but um, I'm thinking, well, we'll talk about it next week because I'm so excited about my prediction because I'm putting no money on it. Because if I put money on it, I lose. If I don't put money on it, I'm probably right. So uh, we'll talk about that. All right, Do you have questions. a team that you want to win? Um, <sighs> or you just, you yes, I have a team I want to win. And I have a team I think is good. So I'm, I'm gonna, not going to tell you that now. I well, I think I know. But we're going to save that for next we'll week. I'm torn. Week. I'm torn. See, I'm not. I'm torn. Because you know you're, you're all about money. Because it's all about money. And one of these days, you're professional betting. You're the way you are. You a, is it a punter? Like what a do you punter, call someone's yes. professional better? And a punter. What do you call that? Uh, yeah, but a punter. So is it a punter? A punter is so a punt is to have a, a bet on an outcome. So, but I mine's slightly different. I so a punter will bet on a definitive outcome. That horse number three will win, oh. and if it wins or loses, so what I do is I I trade the prices. So oh, if you look at some like cryptocurrency. Well, no, no. Right over not, my so, head. so if you look at if you look at well, no, it's quite simple. So if you look at say tennis. Well, no, let's say American football. So you'll have, you'll have a favourite and you'll have an underdog. Okay? Yes. So uh, typically, I don't know, let's say let's say uh, the Chiefs are playing the Jag Jaguars. 
Jaguars. The Jaguars. Okay, so the Chiefs would be overwhelming favorites. Okay. Yes. So simple. What I would do potentially is say, you know what? I'm going to bet against the Chiefs, but I'm only going to bet against them because I believe. So the Jaguars are, are receiving, the first team receiving, and I think that they might score straight from kickoff or, you know, what have you. So there's a kickoff, goes to whoever, and they run the length of the pitch, and lo and behold, they score a touchdown. So at that point, the Chiefs' price will go higher than it was pre-game because they're, they're now seven points down. So at that point, I will say, I will cash out and I will say, right, okay, I'm going to take my money and I'm going to, I'm going to exit that trade. So I, I would then exit for a positive trade. Then, I don't know, let's say it goes to half time and it's still 7-0. I think, Joe, you know what, Mahomes is coming in the zone. I'm now going to bet for the Chiefs to win the game. And lo and behold, they score two, two touchdowns back-to-back, so their price then plummets. I then, I then back them to win. Once they've scored those two tries, I'm then going to say, well, touchdowns. I'm going to say, right, I'm now exiting the trade. I'm going to take the profit that I've made, plus the profit that I've made from the Jaguars scoring it and, and and I'm now going to leave the game alone. So if you if you look at it from a from a, a, gra- a graphical point of view, it it sort of goes up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And so that's what I do rather than say because that way you can get more value, you can get more money out of it wow. rather than just a straight bet. Because a straight bet you're 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 effectively sitting on the whole result of the game. So you don't it's care. like a day trade Minute yes, by minute, based on exactly the circumstances right. of the game. So, if you look at the for, if you look at foreign exchange, for example, oh. currency traders, they will say, right, the dollar is going to go down because you know, go, um, Lehman Brothers went out of business today, so the dollar is going to collapse. So, I'm going to say, I'm going to bet that the dollar is going to collapse. Yes, it's collapsed. So, I'm going to take all my money out then, and I'm going to settle that trade at the end of the day. And then the next day it goes up. I'm going to, you know, so that's how they make their money. Millions and millions of dollars. They're, they're, all they're doing is betting the the, the the fluctuation of the market. And that's all I do. And that's why you're a millionaire as well. And you do this for free. Almost. Three questions for you. Go for it. And they're easy. And first of all, this is a gimme. You've already said it. And February 6th, 1952. Oh, Queen Elizabeth. Easy. February 7th. 1964. February the 7th, 1964. Is it a birthday? I, I'm not going to give any hints. It's uh, uh, I'm just not. I'm just not. Is it something to do with Beatles? Five seconds. Is it something to do gonna, with Just answer the question. Answer Be- the question. A Beatles number one. Love me do. Beatles, uh, they landed in America. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And on I'm two days later, that. they appeared on the Ed Sullivan show. Yeah. Um, 73 million people watched it. All right. Uh, all right. Here's one. And this one is not so fun. February 3rd, 2002. February the 3rd, 2002. 2002. You can't give me any sort of direction. Uh, you, you already got the two. You got the two easiest ones I gave you. 2002. So it's 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. 
February 3rd, 2002. Give me I'm a not second. Give you a hint. Nope, 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 nope. Um, wow. Think about the month of February. Think yeah. about the year. Uh, Super Bowl. Giants. Is that Tom, your final answer? No, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl. I hate you. Unbelievable that in 2002, the Patriots won the first Super Bowl, uh, beating the St. Louis St. Louis Rams, who are now the now L.A. Rams. Next week. On tw- um, uh, they lost 2017 at Invitatory. It was a joke. They never should have got there. The tuck rule. They beat the Raiders at the time in a playoff game. They should never have got to the uh, Super Who, the Bowl. Rams or the Patriots? Um, the Patriots. They should have lost to the Raiders. It's, uh, it's I'm bitter. And the um, the owner of the St. Louis Rams. I don't know if he's the owner then. Stan Kroenke. And who is he also the, the owner of? Arsenal. So I'm hoping that... And no, the Denver Nuggets and the Colorado Rapids. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Who's Rockies it? or Rapids? The baseball mm-hmm. team or the, or the... No, who's the ice hockey uh, team? He probably does. Um, Colorado um, Avalanche. He owns them and he owns the MLS team, I think, as well. Really? Yeah, I think he's got a whole. So his his company is called KSE Cronky Sports Enterprise. Do you bet you bet against them? Like, they, do you like no? Because they're part of the family. It would feel a bit traitory. Part of the family. You sound like you're Italian. They're part of the Arsenal family. Oh, I thought you meant Italian. Because the two types of people, Italians, oh, yeah. Italians, yeah, and those who wish they were Italian. And which one are you? You know where I learned that? Which one in are sh- you? I learned that in shul. <laughs> Which one are you? <laughs> well, are you the latter well, or the former? I think the I'm, latter. I, I, the, I, Speak I, to no, me in Italian. Let's have a conversation. Mi chiamo Cristoforo. That's I'm gonna. <laughs> our audience, our audience has three people and a dog, and I don't want to speak other languages because gotcha. I'm just confused. Them. Gotcha. You know what I mean, like it. So. Well, Dave, this, that's all I have. Unless there's anything else, I think we got this covered sports. So let's think next time we speak, um, if you could be at a pub and maybe bring in other people, I'll take animals. Gotcha. I'll take people walking by. I don't care who's walking by, but make it inclusive because that's what the United States that's is. That's what we're all about. about. You can sit with people who disagree, but but we can sit together at the table. Or you at the at the at the bar. Gotcha. At the pub. So uh so I'm I'm Christopher. He's Dave. That's the Britain Yankee show. And until next time, Dave, well uh cheerio. Cheerio. Toodles. Bye. Toodles. Bye-bye. Toodles. Thanks for listening. You can hear the Britain Yankee show wherever you listen to your podcasts.